All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Israelites all over the world. This is Your Folk Radio. Today is June 19th, 2022, and this is Voice of Christian Israel with our co host, David Martins, in South Africa. And, Pastor, how are things going in South Africa? It's not going well anywhere in the world, I don't think. Uh, good evening, Pastor, and also good evening to all our listeners across the globe. Pastor, yes, things are not going well as prophesied. Yes. <laughs> Yet, we know that we at the in the times of Jacob's trouble, and are, are we not troubled? My, oh my, Pastor. However, Scripture says and prophecies say that we need not be afraid because Yahweh watches over us and what a joyful message it is that i can tell my people and you can tell your people that uh we can be overjoyed by the fact that yahweh watches over us amen amen and also yahshua said when uh, people persecute you and cause all manner of lies to be told about you etc etc uh uh, relax and, and be of good cheer because that means your redemption is nigh. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Got to be awfully close. <laughs> well, yeah, go ahead. Also, just something that might be that might be of interest to you is that um, uh, in South Africa, as you know, we have two separate and distinct white races, yes. uh, which was general knowledge about 60 years ago still that these two distinct white races that came to the Cape uh, can very clearly be seen in the definitions or the descriptions of, first of all, Ezo and his character, his, his, character, his uh, right. way of uh, dealing with um, things, his uh, 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 slyness, right. etc. We can very clearly see Cunning. his descendants by... Being the fruit of the tree of which he is, he himself is the uh, root. Yes. And of course, then the identification of the Boers, which you can very clearly see in their history as being the descendants of Jacob, forever tracking, forever having the, um, the, the sword on their backs and forever going into dispersion. Yes. Uh, as prophesied. Yeah, amen, as prophesied that, in various places, including Van Rensburg. Yes, but there's something else that has surfaced over the past few. Well, I've already seen it about four years ago, but I didn't really speak about it. Okay. By the same token that the Boers are re- busy returning to their roots, their root beliefs, believing in Yahweh, and believing in uh, the scriptures, the prophecies, etc. In exactly the same way, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, which became their ancestors, had become Christianized because of the Dutch East Indian Company capital invested the Dutch Reformed Church. So they became, they left their uh, Talmudic Judaism and became Christianized. Right, and they are also returning to their Judaistic or their Talmudic Judaism beliefs. Right, are their noses growing longer? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. 
that is causing a lot of interference whereby many of the Boers are being misled by these Edomite Dutch Afrikaners returning to their roots and also uh, talking about Yahuwah or Yahweh. I don't know whether that has become such a tremendous point of of contention amongst yourselves because at the moment there are many uh-huh. There are many of these Edomites, um, very distinct Edomites, that um, tell people, tell the Boers that they cannot be saved unless they are circumcised. Oh, no. Oh, you're kidding me. Yes, Pastor. Wow, that's Judaism. I'm telling you, Pastor. Th- that's pure Judaism. Judaism through and through. That's right. The, the other thing is that um, these people would, uh, it is, unbelievable at the, the the level of lies and deception that they would spread about me in order to silence my voice. Sure. And that has been a point of very great concern to me because they don't want to um, provide the evidence in front of me. They want to provide it yes, to others. Calling. And others, of course. Yeah. Um, but Pastor, I'll tell you what. Through it all, I'm standing and I'm standing stronger than ever. Father Yahweh has provided for me to be as yeah. strong as I ever can be. Yes. In this, um, but but it, it is so clear that the future persecution is going to be people exactly in the same way as the Messiah right. who was being persecuted by the Edomite Pharisees whom provoked the, the the antagonism of the house of Jacob against the Messiah. Amen. Exactly the same exactly way the as same. these Edomite right. Pharisees also provoked uh, um, war against Paul. Right. And even Peter, they provoked the wars against Paul and Peter. Peter's, yeah. uh, the war that they waged against Peter is not as evident as that which is uh, was waged against Paul. And even to this day, you and I know that Paul spoke perfect. He was totally in line with Scripture. The Scripture, absolutely. Yet he is being ostracized. He, he is currently being ostracized by so many of these false teachers amongst the Boers. Right, right. And the, yes. sad, thing is, the sad thing is that the, many of the Boers believe these lies and deception because okay. they lie and deceive so all right. Uh, authentically. Yeah, let me say uh, let me say something to that because my ministry starting with around 2003, actually I started going on the air in 1999 with Pastor Dan Johns and I made it my life's purpose to explain to these two groups of the Paul haters, uh, the Paul bashers within identity and the Paul idolaters in Judeo-Christianity who thinks uh, that, that Paul yeah. Created a new gospel for the Gentiles, right? Well, both of those are false. Both of those teachings are Absolutely false. Absolutely false. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. But one comes with, with yes. from within identity, and uh, as far as I've been battling both camps for these last now twenty three years, and uh, I don't see much of it anymore. Okay, uh, I, I think certainly our people yeah. have understood that the translations of Paul in the King James Version are so bad that you have to strike out the word Jew and the word Gentile completely and understand that most of the time the people called Jews in your King James are in fact Judahites, 
and the people called yes. Gentiles in your KGV are in fact Israelites. Okay, this is all exactly. due to false trans. So maybe you and I need to do a couple of shows about that in the near future, which gives me an I opportunity. Was yeah, yeah, we'll definitely make a point of that. But I just want to let everybody know real quick yeah. that uh, I'm going to be out of town. For the next two weekends, I'll be in Texas next weekend and Philadelphia the following. So there will be no live programming on Eurofolk Radio for the next two weeks. But then you and I will come again and we'll probably start. Let's make a point of discussing the proper interpretation of Paul. Paul clearly says that circumcision is not enough for salvation. In fact, it's hardly even worth anything anymore because you have to be circumcised in the heart. Not in the foreskin. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paul, Paul clearly says uh, that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so let's save that for next time. Uh, uh, I'm actually eager to, to start preaching on that subject. But here, so uh, let me just pay, yeah. bring people up to date as to uh, what we talked about last week. First of all, the uh, Van Rensburg spoke of a time when, there, as we're talking about right now, actually, the Boer people will separate themselves, they will distinguish themselves from the other people around them, which includes the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, okay, in preparation for mm. the second coming. And the seer said this was going to happen around World War Three. Well, World War Three yeah. began with the first inoculation of the so-called COVID virus on planet Earth. That was the beginning of World War Three, folks. All right? Your yes. comment at this point? Yes. Well, Pastor, it is very clear. Uh, the, the evidence is very clear that it was a genu genuinely world war yes. that was being waged against the human humanity. And that was being waged from the very seat of the Edomite yes. Jews. Who own all the um, corporations uh, of Big Pharma. Uh, exactly, all the operations of Big Pharma, all the operations of mass media across the globe, and also the, the um, mass media, or, uh, so, sorry, the, the technology. Of course, technology, mass media, and the Big Pharma being utilized to wage this international war against humanity. Amen. And the sad thing is, um, nobody seems to be in a position to be able to take these Edomite Jews to task right. on their deception and their lies. Yes. And they just keep on going. Well, and it's... it's it, 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 yeah. Exactly as it was prophesied that no one will be able to stop him until, until oh. there's going to be an event which is going to yes. cause this Edomite construction to be right or halted Amen. and destroyed. Well, it says of the eighth beast in Revelation 18, it asks the question, who can make war against the beast, right? Because they operate by assassination. Any any supposed opposition leader to their global power will be assassinated before yes. his group or concern can get to any state of contradicting them, right, and fighting against them. So we yes. just have to prepare ourselves for the end time. And, uh, you know, the, the cavalry mm -hmm. in the name of Yahshua Messiah and the angels, as prophesied in the book of Matthew, uh, the wheat and the tares, that has to come to pass. Mm -hmm. And we're really close. But in the meantime, our purpose has to be to prepare ourselves 
for this time and not get caught up in Mystery Babylon and being part of Mystery Babylon, because we will be judged horribly if we do. Okay? Yeah. Yes. In fact, we will be... We will be the victims of Father Yahweh's wrath, just as those from the mystery Babylon would be. Amen. Amen. In, in fact, it, it even extends beyond that. We read in um, uh, uh, Revelation uh, 12, 13, 14, we see the, the outcome of those that accept his mark, the mark of the beast. Yes. And yes. we see the oh. souls that would actually all their bodies and the pain they would they would be begging to die and they won't be able to die <laughs> right yeah that goes along with the yeah that goes along with the alteration of the dna yeah of the victims of this edomite uh, genocide yeah and, and even ventilators slow genocide yeah slow genocide very, very yeah because they ha- they think they have all the time in the world Okay, and uh, this yeah. this whole global conspiracy it's been promoted by the process of gradualism. It has to have done it this way right. because you know, the Soviet Union was easy to overthrow militarily because the the peasants were unarmed. So now they're dealing exactly. with America, which is armed people willing to fight back, and they don't dare attack America. Mm head-on militarily. They know they'll never win that, you know, and to some extent even in your country, because... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I read a very interesting article uh, just uh, in this past week, stating that the largest armed military force in the world is the American hunter. (laughs) Right. And they even (laughs) mentioned the states, the individual states, which as a armed cavalry of more than 300 and 400,000. Yeah, it's, it's called pickup trucks. Which, which comes to, <laughs> right. Yes, which, which, which comes to show that it would be impossible yes. for any military force to overrun America. Yeah, as long as we have guns. Mass media, mass media reprogramming or brainwashing of the individuals to carry those arms. Yeah, yeah. And that is what their aim is. So it's a race. That's why mass... they fear the American people. Oh, absolutely. They, they don't even dare attack us militarily. They, they, the task is so overwhelmingly huge, they don't have a prayer of succeeding. That's mm-hmm. why they have to continue to brainwash us and have all these false flag school shootings to try to take out the Second Amendment, yes. blah, blah, blah. But every time they pass a new law yes. against the Second Amendment, a wave of buyers goes into the gun shops and buys more guns and more ammunition. It's a, it's really kind yeah. of a, a, a reverse prophecy. They're trying to make us give up our guns, and no, every time they try to make us give them up, we get more. All right? So, so that, that isn't going to yeah. end well for the beast. We know that. However, well, our concern is the other Christians and other, in fact, all human beings who have been mystified, been stupefied by Big Pharma yeah. and the banksters into hmm. believing this lie called COVID. So, uh, this is where yeah. we're at. Okay, but here, let me, let's get back into the document here. I put the article in the chat room, theisraelite.com, and we're at the Sears timetable, which is about two, three-fifths of the way down. And uh, so uh, last time we spoke about, uh, as I just briefly mentioned, the, the Seer had talked about a 
a true leader in South Africa would emerge around the time of World War III. We're definitely in World War III right now. It began with the first person uh, inoculated by COVID. The very, that's when it began, okay? And it's a war between the vaxxed yes. and the unvaxxed. That's what this war is about, okay? Yes. So he says, or the yes. article says, glancing through the Sears timetable since the official abolishment of apartheid, and that vision was given at 9-1-15, it is astonishing how accurately he predicted events. Revolution, violence, and rebellion will break out in the country. Necklace murders are committed on a large scale. This And this was prophesied on 13-9-14. This particularly cruel and diabolical method invented by ANC members entailed the intended victim's hands to be tied with wire, a tire placed around his or her neck, soaked with petrol or diesel fuel, and then set alight. While the victim suffered a slow and agonizing death, his, her tormentors would scream and dance around in a demented manner, often poking at him with their sticks or hurl stones. At this time, the Soviet Union will crumble. 1991? Mm. Then the seventh leader of the National Party appears on the scene, but he will be a traitor, as all the leaders of the National Party have been, maybe even a worse traitor, because Van Rensburg saw him as a clean-shaven young man. He also rejects the principles of the National Party. So uh, before I ask you who you think this clean-shaven young man is, so the time includes the abolition of apartheid. When did that take place? Was this 1994 or sometime earlier? Pastor, um, it was sometime earlier, but they were still playing the apartheid uh, flag or the apartheid ticket. Okay. In the meantime, to soften the white man and um, really um, it. it, it Explore the um, white guilt. Okay. Uh, it against the white man. <laughs> right, right. Ex- exploit white guilt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, so we see, of course, that this took some softening up, just as right, right now the world has been softened up by Big Pharma in uh, promoting the idea that vaccines are necessary for good health. And we know the exact opposite is the case. Vaccines are unsafe and deadly. Right, but nevertheless, the whole world has been propagandized with this false, well, let's call it theology, the theology of black magic medicine, right? (laughs) And that's what we're going through right now. Okay, go ahead. In fact, it is the religion. Yes, Uh, people follow the the so-called scientific world religiously, except (laughs) that it is this particular scientific world as exploited by the. Big Pharma is most probably the most biggest farce against scientific yes, evidence. Yes, it's a total farce. Yes, just like transgenderism mm. and uh, what, what do they call it, uh, non-binary, as if you have the uh, capability as a human being to change your gender as if it wasn't determined at birth. <laughs> Right. This is yeah. the nonsense that's being taught exactly. in America's schools and I'm sure all over the world, because this comes right from the yeah. UN, the United Nations, folks. This yeah. is where it's coming from. All right. So now yeah. we, we understand that the National Party 
has been instigated by the Cape Dutch Afrikaner against the Boer people, while the Boer people have been exploited, believing, falsely believing, that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are their kinsmen. But they are not. Could you go into detail about this? Yes. Something that also needs to be said is whenever, now you and I know that the all the political parties that operated in South Africa were instituted by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners because the Boers have been traditionally uh, Republicans. Now, you and I know that uh, democracy does not fit into the Republican um, co- concept or the Republican uh, picture. Yes. Neither does Republicanism fit into the democracy picture. Right, they're now, opposites, what yes. These, either my type, what these Edomite type that Afrikaners did, they first uh, enforced the universalistic union of South Africa. Yes. And that was their scheme, their very sly and uh, dubious scheme, whereby they took control of the Boer Republic. And within the next few years, all the Boer leaders at the time were eradicated, they were murdered, they were drowned, they were shot, they were poisoned, but every one of these Boer leaders were removed from right. the picture very early in the so-called union. Now, yeah, yeah, even the generals so that in, the generals that associated with Van Rensburg, they were also murdered, weren't they? Exactly, Poster. Uh-huh. And in fact, General Mani Maritz is well, you and I had the, the privilege yeah. of meeting General Marty Maritz's son. son, and you can recall when I asked him, how did his father die? And he said to me, he was poisoned. Yeah. If you can recall, he related yeah, how he was for sure. called by his mother, and they went went to the, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it, the um, where, where dead people are kept. Oh, the, right, uh, yeah, morgue, mortuary, the morgue. The morgue. Yes, and he related to me with tears in his eyes. He can still recall how he and his mother identified or had to identify his father that his father was dead. Right now, if you recall, I've mentioned it on a few occasions that the only Boer that was uh, taken in the Cape Dutch Afrikaners political system was a person by the name of Advocate. J.G. Stradom. Now, Advocate J.G. Stradom could understand and could relate to the what was termed the arm blanke vraagstuk, the poor white question. Okay. Now, the poor white question was the result of the continuous uh, disowning and the uh, stealing of the land that the Boers had either yeah. bought or had fought for or had obtained yeah. by, for example, international treaties. And right. this the case that Afrikaners could not bear. That was why they wanted to lay their hands on their house of, uh, well, right. on the two Boer republics, with the Boers being the descendants of the house of Jacob, exactly in the same way by uh, conspiracy. These Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners conspired with the Rothschilds in order to have the whole British Empire's uh, military might of more than 500,000 soldiers against 
against 47 Boers. Right. That was the reality. Yeah, yeah. Did you say 47 or 4,700? <laughs> right. Uh, 47,000. 47,000, right, 47, okay. 47,000 Right. against more than a half million British right. Empire soldiers. Now, They're outnumbered the 20 to were, 1. Yeah. Uh, the Boers were pillars of the land. They were, uh, they used their rifles for hunting and for obtaining or maintaining the peace of their, of their land. However, they were confronted by the, the proxy military might of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. They were, in fact, mercenaries rented in or yes. hired in by yeah. the conspiracy between Onse Jan Hofmeyer and the Rothschild owner of the Bank of England. Right, and that was the that Rothschild. I, I've forgotten his name. I think it might have been Ethel uh, Rothschild. He was the one that forced the British government and the British uh, um, uh, um, monarchy onto the verge of collapse or um, right. uh, bankruptcy, because he was the owner of the bank. He he forced the British yeah. um, Empire onto the verge of bankruptcy, which forced the British government and the Queen of, of, of England uh, at that time, Queen Victoria, to make a decision. Either they survived by uh, committing to the war against the Boers, or they go down under. Yeah. That was the, the reality. The, the British were, were forced by a very, very slinky manner Using right. the banking system to force the British Empire against the Boers, the yes. biggest military yeah. might in the world at the right. time, against the youngest nation and the smallest right. nation on the planet yeah. of the earth. The ultimatum and by the Rothschilds to, to the British Crown, the real British Crown, that is the Queen of England at the time. But uh, our our yeah. founding fathers, like Thomas Jefferson, stated. I consider banking institutions one of the gravest dangers to the American people, even greater than standing armies. Yes. Okay. And he had all the right to say so because that's, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Of course, he, he would had had he had he seen more deeper into the uh, future at the time, he would most probably have said. And yeah. second to that, the big pharma. Right there, you go. The pharmaceutical <laughs> yeah. industry. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's uh, get back here. So uh, we have uh, the National Party, which has always been controlled by the Cape Dutch, the Edomite Cape Dutch. And uh, then it says here, uh, right under the first paragraph under Sears timetable, then the seventh leader of the National Party, which is the party created by the Cape Dutch, appears on the scene. And this prophecy was... I believe it's uh, uh first day of the eighth month of tw- uh, 1914. But he will be a traitor because Van Vensburg saw him as a clean-shaven young man. He also rejects the principles yeah. of the NP. None of this really makes any sense to me because they've all been traitors. But this is how he interprets the yeah. sole of my shoe comes off. So what is your interpretation of who, who is the seventh leader and what's going on here? Uh, Pastor, before I answer that, I might as well say that in the run-up to this traitor handing over power to the to the 
the final one, the eighth leader, or so-called leader, because he was not the leader, he was appointed uh, pawn of the international Illuminati. Okay. But um, in the run-up, over the past 80 years, approximately every 20 years, there would be a new political party. When they found that the Boers would be uh, wavering off the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners uh, political party that would uh, yeah. that had the essence or that portrayed the essence of the Boers' principles of republicanism and separatism. Right. When the the Boers the Boers would actually join these parties, believing that this party would be representing them at the polls. Right. Only, only to find that after the polls and after the elections, the Boers would find that they have been betrayed. Misled and betrayed. They are not being ripped. Yeah, yeah. They've well, been traitored. Okay. And in no, there's, case, a, there's a dog the barking hunt. right behind you, <laughs> pretty loud. Yes. Okay. Yes, oh, okay. my, my dog is uh, <laughs> getting excited. But here, it's, it's the same thing, well. same thing here in America, except but, we just have two parties, <laughs> and they keep handing the football off from one party to another with the same result. Yes. Uh, and your country has been different parties at different times. But please continue. Yes. So every so often, 20, 30 years, the Edomites would create a new political party seemingly in opposition to the previous party right. with the so-called clearer a so-called clearer definition of separatism, of course, which the Boers loved, yes. and they would jump from political party to political party every so yeah, often, every right. half generation, and right. they would believe that the, the new party would lead them to uh, freedom. Of course, that merely meant that um, yeah. the, the old the old Edomite system of divide and conquer continued yes. um, to this day. Now, now this particular um, seventh leader of the National Party that appeared on the scene was none other than uh, the deceptive Martinez van, Rens, uh, van Stalkwijk. They called him the Kortbroek Martinez. Kortbroek now, he was Martinez. Kortbroek, that is at Kortbroeker's shorts, a man wearing shorts. Now, Martinez from oh, Stalkway, okay. uh, always, always, uh, uh, he, he was always seen in a short, in, in, in pants, in, in okay. shorts. Not longs, but in shorts. They okay. called him Kortbroek Martinez. And that sound also a lot of uh, resemblance to the Boers, because the Boers working on the farm, they worked with shorts. Right. And, also brown. So he is, was a very deceptive man. In fact, after the, the National Party, uh, he had taken control of the National Party. I've forgot, I forgotten the day on which he actually did that. But he was also the one that um, handed over the, uh, well, he even became a member of the ANC. In other words, the oh, wow. National Party ceased to exist under him. And that was a very, well, he wasn't a Boer at all. Don't, don't believe for one moment that he was a Boer. It was very clear that he portrayed all the uh, characteristics of a deceptor, a deceiver, a 
uh, a, a malignant person whom uh, used the political system for the purpose of misleading and uh, uh, in fact dividing the Boer people. Right. Now, um, so that is the prophecy fulfilled down to the seed. He also rejected the principles of the National Party by joining the ANC publicly. Yeah. Okay. And does that uh, does that explain the sale of yeah. my shoe comes off? Right. In, yeah. in other words, he was never rooted in that which the sole of his shoe was standing. He was right. standing in. Uh, so yeah. on the principles of the National Party, but when he take, uh, taken control of the, of the National Party, he merely became a member of the, the ANC, uh, the right. opposition or the the official uh, government in which, and one must also realize that this was one major experiment of the Freemasonry amongst the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Okay. Because yeah. all, the, all the members of the National Party were Freemasons. In fact, they, uh, year in 1983, um, the, one of the members of the opposition actually stated in Parliament that the Parliament was no longer functional as a uh, policy-making or a um, law-making uh, uh, yeah. organization or institution. Yes. It merely became a rubber stamp to the decisions that were made in the parking, right behind the, the parliament. <laughs> in the parking right lot. Next to <laughs> right. The parliament's parking. <laughs> right. right. Hold on, hold on. Yep. Right next to the parliament is the parking lot, and right in the back of the par parking lot is the Freemason Masonic <laughs> Temple. <laughs> All right. And that I was, get it. That yeah. was where the that was where the laws were made, and they had to be rubber stamped right. in the parliament. Yeah, right. And of course, all these... All these role players were Freemasons and they had executed the instructions that had been received from the yes. Freemasonry. Okay, now would you repeat, the, please, re, please repeat the name of this person? And then I, because you know, uh, you know, it would be very unfamiliar to our listeners, and maybe you could spell his name. Uh, who is this person again? Martinez von Skaltweik. Von Martinez von Skalter. How, how do you spell that That's last right. name? It's S C H A L K W Y K. It's pronounced Skalkvik. Now, did this person ever hold public office, or was he just a yes, functionary Walter. of the party? So, what office did he hold? He was a um, leader of the National Party for a number of years. Okay. And he was also um, the the uh, I think he was um, oh the, okay. not the prime minister, but he, he could have been. But but he was the leader of the national party for a number of years until, of course, the party was dissolved. With everybody that had remained in the party either becoming members of what was then the HNP, uh, the HNP still exists, which is the a reconstituted national party which emanated I think around about the 1960s the HNP started and then the conservative party started in the 1978 um, the national party uh, the, the uh, conservative party uh, starting in that 
1978, I think, and uh, the Conservative Party also um, attempted to represent the Boers, but of course, that also being a, uh, a Dutch Reformed Church-driven political system was intended only as a side-tracking uh, uh, institution more than anything else, uh-huh. so that the mainstream, the so-called leftists and the liberals, could roll through the steamrolling action of um, appointing black Freemasons as the government of South Africa. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, I've located so was- Mr. Mr. Martinius, uh, Mar- Martinus van Skalkwijk. Uh, on this website here, actually Wikipedia, uh, leader of the opposition South Africa. He's the 14th in the list of leaders of the National Party, which has changed names a number of times throughout their history. But he he is listed here as number 14 under the name of the new National Mm -hmm. Party. And apparently he was in office from 1997 to 1999 after the establishment of the ANC? Mm. Is that correct? But the, the, the ANC was established by the Jews in 1912. That oh, was okay. when it was right. constituted as um, the Pan-African Congress or something like that, which became okay. the ANC. Okay. And then before him was Frederick Wilhelm de Klerk. Now, is de Klerk That's the right. one who... who uh, uh, established or allowed Mandela to become a political uh, leader? Is he the one? Uh, F.W. de Klerk uh, was the one, well, he died not so long ago, but F.W. de Klerk was the one that unbanned the ANC ah. and also released Nelson Mandela. Ah, okay. Wow, what a traitor. So uh, then before him, he's listed mm. as number 13, but there is an, a, a person between 12 and 13. Number 12 is Ferdy Hatzenberg, or Hartzenberg. And then there's a, yes. someone named Constant Viljoen. Who is Constant Viljoen? No. He, he preceded the de Klerk. That's correct. Now, Constant Viljoen, um, let's first talk about Ferdy Hartzenberg. Okay. Ferdy Hartzenberg was the follow-up leader of the con- the, the, the um, Conservative Party, which was founded by Andre Strianis, who was also Cape Dutch Afrikaner, Ferdi uh. Hartenberg, who, who was the Cape Dutch Afrikaner. So you can see that there was... Yeah, um, no boars. No boars allowed. All the, pol- <laughs> all, the, all the political parties in South Africa throughout its history over since 1910 when the Union of South Africa was formed on the 31st of May, had been under the control of the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaner. Amen. Now, are there any political party. Yeah. Are there any... Except, uh, sorry. Okay. Are there any Boers? Except, uh, go ahead. Pastor, there was one Boer political party, uh-huh. um, and that was um, uh, set up by uh, Robert von Tonder. Now, Robert von Tonder stood everything for the Boers. Okay. But he was continuously ostracized and he uh, was uh, mocked and, and uh, made fun of. Right. And, but okay. he stood for the Boers. Um, but believing, he believed that he could only um, overcome the, the Afrikaners' uh, 
control over the right. Boers' republics by forming a political party to which the Boers would subscribe. Right. But of course, the Boers were being brainwashed. Manipulated. Yeah, manipulated. Not just by the Okay. Not just by the mass media of the day, which was controlled by the Cape Dutch Afrikaners and some English uh, um, uh, uh, publications, right. but primarily, well, singly, the, the Afrikaans medium was in the hands of the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaner uh, yeah. uh, Nationale Pers or Nafspers. Uh, We've yeah. spoken about that on, on a right. number of occasions. Okay. You could Okay, th I'm looking. I'm looking at this website, and I put it in the chat room. I encourage everybody to open it up and look at this list of leaders of the National Party. The first four are Leander Starr Jameson, then comes Thomas Smart with two T's, then James Barry Munich Herzog, and then Jan Christian hmm. Smuts. Have any of these leaders yeah. been Boers, or they have have they all been Cape Dutch Afrikaners? Pastor, there are many Boers who would want to believe that James Barry Herzog was a Boer. He was not. Ooh. He, what he did do, he did, um, he did with, with his mouth. He spoke what the Boers wanted to hear, <laughs> but he was right. he was not a Boer. Okay. Exactly the same way, and we've spoken about it on a number of occasions, in exactly the same way as Hendrik French Verwood also spoke with his mouth what the Boers wanted to hear, and that wow. is we wanted our republic. And that was what the biggest deception that was orchestrated yes. by Hendrik French Verwood by changing the name of the Union of South Africa which was despised by the Boers, right. to the Republic of South Africa with exactly the same laws, with right. exactly the, the same, same people. Uh, well, right. the, only, the only thing that changed was South Africa converted to a metric system of measure huh. right. and, a, and a financial system that was decimalized yeah. um, the, the, with the rand and the right. cents, etc., and also, you, you guys, you, you drive on the wrong side of the road, <laughs> along with the metric system, right? So what about John Christian Smuts? Was well, he? Pastor, young, young, young Christian Smuts, his descendancy is very clearly indicated to be from the uh, Sephardic Jewish line okay. that um, that emanated from um, Spain after the edict um, of Alhambra oh, okay. in 1492. Yeah. He's a Murano. When the, when, when the, yes. Sorry? He's a Murano. So, uh, yeah. Well, the, the Muranos were those that converted yeah, uh, to Roman Catholicism. Yeah, falsely converted. But, yes. Um, you his ancestors fled to Ireland as Sephardic Jews, and they became Jewish, or they converted back to Jewism until the point where the Dutch East Indian Company required that people um, that are in their employ had to convert to Christianity, Calvinistic Christianity, in order to obtain the financial investment 
from the Dutch Reformed Church of Holland. Wow. And that okay. was why they had become Calvinistic Christians. So yes. They were still crypto Jews. And, yeah, um, they're still crypto Jews. Yes. yes. Wow. Okay. And, and in fact, yes. um, it's very clear if, if you look at young Christian Smith, how he accommodated. In fact, he was a major friend of these Edomite uh, Jews of, um, of, of uh, the Rothschilds. In, in fact, young Christian Smith was a Trojan horse that was sent in by the Freemasonry and was recommended to President Paul Kruger by uh, Barney Bonato, not Barney Bonato, one of the, his Jewish friends, actually asked President Paul Kruger, why don't you appoint this young uh, attorney called Jan Smuts okay. as your Minister of Defense or your Minister of Justice, which President Paul Kruger and his is um, is his own? Uh, I nearly said idiotic because yeah, he was so. <laughs> President Paul Kruger was so full of himself; he did not listen to his own people. He, right. he nearly uh, pleased. Every action he made was to please his Jewish friends. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So, and then, as you so, revealed on a previous occasion, uh, Kruger surrounded himself with Jewish advisors. So, uh, exactly. leading the country down the wrong road. All right. So, that this is a very, yeah. very important list of people that I, I highly encourage everybody listening. Open it up. This is a Wikipedia article listing the fourteen leaders of the National Party. And uh, just go to wikipedia.org, Leader of the Opposition, South Africa. And look at all the, there's 20 yeah. people. Two of them, in fact, are black. Uh, Lindiwe Mazibuko, Democratic Alliance. And then Mimusi Maamde, also black. Um, and then there was Sandra Botha. So none of these people are actually Boers, but they presume to speak for the Boer people. Yes, well, Pastor, um, as opposition, the Boers were in fact neutralized at the time when the, um, the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners, uh, um, um, yes, carried out the executions and the genocide of the Boer generals, right? Because they wanted the Boers to become Afrikaners. In fact, the Boers were, uh, were, were. Uh, totally, um, they they were enforced to become Afrikaners. They were right. identity uh, identity stealers, and yes, uh, drove, they, they enforced the Boers to be assimilating Afrikaners. Yeah. Now that uh, time has gone by, the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Now that the Boers have started re rediscovering their true identity. Now the Cape Dutch Afrikaners are assimilating Boers. Yes. And every second Afrikaner is is trying to, to uh, convince everybody that he is a Boer and that he needs to be followed. Right. And um, I'm, I'm busy um, being drawn into a, a um, public debate on Facebook whereby one of these Cape Dutch Afrikaners are purporting to be a Boer sent by God 
<laughs> now remember that Yahweh is not in the picture. Right. Sent by God. Yeah, to what lead, God? <laughs> to lead the world to victory. Yeah, right. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And so, it's, are the Boer people waking up to this? What is, you know, I mean, talk about the great impersonation uh, by Esau Edom of Israel, true Israel. I mean, this is going on in spades in South Africa because we're talking about Edomites and, of course, Ashkenazi Jews as well, impersonating Boer people and yes. leading the Boer people down the road to hell. Yes, that is exactly what is happening. But, Pastor, I am so glad to be able to report that daily people are contacting me, asking me for more information, more evidence, because they have realized for so many years that they've been led to believe yes. uh, to to believe the lie yes. and deceived. Well, that's amazing stuff. That's this is wonderful. So the value of the, the, today's discussion it cannot be stressed more strongly that the Boer people need to understand they are not related to the Cape Dutch Afrikaner people. All right, even though this entire exactly. list, except for the two blacks on it, they all look very much like white people, <laughs> right? But they have Edomite yes. blood. They have Edomite well, blood the in them. Things, Go ahead. Pastor, one of the things that also needs to be said, Rubima said that every so many years there was a new political party that emerged, uh, emerged um, under the guise of being a, um, a, a party specifically for the separatists. Right. And that is also where apartheid comes in. Right. However, um, the the basis for this Edomite conviction of or so called conviction of what apartheid is was based on the basis of color of the skin. Of okay. course, in the days of the scripture, in the days when Father Yahweh said that these people, the uh, house of Jacob, should not mix with any of the other races. Right. Those other races were also white. They were even from yeah, the descendants of. Abraham, I mean, right. yeah, uh, the, Abraham um, took Keturah to, to be his wife, and he, he, he right. um, from that merging, he had six sons with Keturah, right. and all of those sons were prohibited, or the house of Jacob was prohibited from any cohabitation or in any right. even social mixing with yeah. those people. Likewise with and the sons of Ishmael. The sons of Hagar, the 12 tribes of Ishmael. Exactly. We're not to intermarry with them either. Yeah. Uh, and also with, with the, the, all the de descendants of the house of Yafet, also the right. descendants of the house of Ham. Ham. Now, yes. And of course, that was, um, or that is a major blow to these Edomites because they have, bastardized with all these other races. Yes. And it was only the house of Amen. Jacob, the descendants you got of the house it. of Jacob that was Okay. Th okay. That, was, that, that was given the the laws of separatism or the right. uh, of being apart. Which have never been overturned and are still applying to us Israelites. A question, who is Van Steenhuizen from the chat room? I don't see his who is that? But uh, I just need to say about Ferdi Hartenberg. Now, okay. Ferdi Hartenberg was the 
follow-up leader of the Conservative Party now. Um, uh, even I, like so many other Boers, joined the Conservative Party under the uh, belief that the Conservative Party stood for the Boers um, throughout. Okay. Now, Sadi Hartzenberg pulled when he became the follow-up leader of the Conservative Party, when uh, the the, the uh, Andres Triernicht, who was the, uh, the the one that inaugurated the Conservative Party, that started the Conservative Party, who also used to be a member of the National Party, but um, Andres, uh, rather Ferdi Hartenberg, set up an organization with a large number of Cape Dutch Afrikaners, prominent Cape Dutch Afrikaners, purporting to negotiate a settlement area for the Boers and the Afrikaners. In other words, he made the Boers again believe that he will, with his organization, arrange or negotiate a place of settlement for the Boers. And they called it um, self-beskicking, self-determination. Okay, right. Now, that in itself was a red flag to me. I, being a, 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 one of the members or the first members of the Conservative Party at the time, I had my own wonderings about the the true identity of Ferdi Hartenberg. Right. <laughs> until I had, of course, until I had, of course, the visitation of the angel, and the angel, having cleared up all this um, grey matter that I had about uh, the political systems in South Africa and all the conspiracies that were uh, set up, and one of the names um, in this conspiracy, or one of the major conspiracies against the Boers, was this um, uh, Constant Fulun. Right. Okay. Um, there was a meeting amongst the, there was a meeting prior to the 1994 elections on the night that the um, the registrations for political parties that wanted to participate the very night that that registrations closed they the right or the rightist parties they came together in the Skopatsal it, it is a hall in Pretoria Okay. Uh, the tortoise hall, if I can call it that, because it resembles a massive tortoise, they m- met and they decided there that they would not register for the elections. Really? And this general constant for Yun, he got up after that meeting, he directly went and he registered his ah. political party, for regi- uh, uh, registered his party as a participant in the elections, in spite of the fact that all the rightist parties Yes, they and rejected it. Register as oh. a protest. So again, all the the evidence that uh, identifies a descendant of the house of Esau right. as being a deceiver, a liar, and an exploiter. Okay, and that's so constant for you. Okay, okay, we're almost out of time. So, a question from the chat room: Who is John Steenhuisen? Uh, Heisen, he's the latest one. He's number twenty on the list. What can you tell us about him? Uh, Pastor, I basically have exhausted my knowledge because at okay. that time I lost all interest it, in. He's in just the another traitor. <laughs> just another traitor from Holland, no less, right? Well, as Bavaria man says. Pastor, 
if if one knows the the identification characteristics of easel, it is very easy in the, the the history of South Africa to clearly identify whom were the Edomites and whom were the Jacobites. Right. Very clearly indicated. Yes. Yeah. And we in identity know how to identify them very easily. <laughs> Uh, as uh, as and, the, the scripture says, uh, you shall know the, them by their fruits, <laughs> right? Yes. So, 20 generations well, even, of evil fruit here. Yes. Well, Pastor, in South Africa, we've had, we are now in our 10th generation after Jan uh, from the Rubiak arrived in the Cape. Uh-huh. And it's the 10th generation of deceiving and yeah. uh, conspiring against the Boers yes. and misleading, misguiding, um, and uh, thieving from the Boers. Actually, right. there's nothing that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners have today that they haven't thieved primarily from the Boers or right. from the local inhabitants that were in the Cape at the time of their arrival. Right, right. Well, uh, something similar here in America, too, because the Jews totally took over the Democratic Party in the days of Woodrow Wilson, I think uh, the, the reason being was because the Democratic Party was the the party of segregation, don't you know? Okay, so they had to destroy that yes. party first with Marxist principles, and we've had nothing but one traitor after another from the Democrat. One of the worst being Lyndon Baines Johnson, the author of the Not So Great Society, which created integration in America. Okay, yes. so we've had our share of traitors and too. Of course- <laughs> Yeah. Well, and once they start with this uh, uncontrolled immigration, that is also, of course, the uh, uh, the, the basis for miscegenation. Right. Absolutely. So they're killing us with the shot. They're destroying us with miscegenation and uh, tra- uh, distorting our religion to the point where there is no such thing as true religion left, you know, except in Christian identity. We're yeah. the only ones pre- preaching the covenant message in the world. We're the only ones. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Okay. We're out of time. Uh, I think this, I'll send you a copy of today's recording uh, as soon as I log it up. And uh, I think you should share this with yeah. your, your your following in South Africa. They really need to know the extent of the betrayal by the so-called National Party yes. uh, against the Boer people. They really need to know this, all right? Okay, all Pastor, right, Brother Pastor, Marks. What, yeah. what I do is I share the, the uh, link okay. to yes. um, Eurofolk Radio on that particular show, but greatly appreciate it. All right. Praise Yahweh, and thank you yeah. for the opportunity again to okay. present the Boer perception yes. on uh, events. And, and, and thank blessed. you for your tremendous knowledge of the true situation in South Africa. All right, folks, praise the we passed the ammunition. We will see you in three weeks. Won't be back in the next two weeks. Take care. Yahweh bless everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Paul. Praise Yahweh.